Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Off Topics Podcast. We are back for more wrestling talk. Uh, just going to touch on, uh, you know, the releases, who's where, where'd they go, where'd they go, are they doing better or worse? Um, but, you know, in typical fashion, we are a Rabbit Trail podcast. We should probably just change our name. But uh, so uh, what's going on, Tim? Uh, not much. Just enjoying pretty much life. Life, liberty. Yeah. Just life in general. Right. So, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of go back to uh, twenty twenty one because the releases for twenty twenty one are actually more detrimental than twenty twenty two. We will go back to. Well, we will touch on twenty twenty two after um, we cover twenty twenty one. Yeah, there's a lot more releases in twenty twenty one. A yeah. lot. That, to be honest, I didn't know it was that many. I half of these names I looking at never really. They never really said anything about those. They just said yeah. about the most some of them main popular off. ones. Yeah, some of them just dropped off. Um, but so I mean, so we're gonna go back. So January twenty one, I mean, nothing all that surprising. Um. Looks like January 21 was Lars Sullivan, which, I mean, he, I don't know. Like, he's a big dude, but, like, I was surprised that he didn't get a push. I mean, because he's basically on the same level as your Braun Strowman, you know, the big show, big guys like that. And he should have. He just kind of dropped off. Um, So now we have Christian Cage, a.k.a. just Christian, but... Um, I mean, he kind of bounced back and forth with WWE. I don't think like that was too much. The main, um, the main reason why they didn't really, I think the main reason why they didn't keep him around a lot is because of uh, he couldn't wrestle because he had like yeah. those concussions and all that. Yeah, I mean, he's injury prone. I mean that, but I mean when when you know when you had the career that he had with you know Edge and Christian and the you know, Hardy Boys. Boys and Dudley Boys and all like. These guys will literally like put their bodies on the line. Pretty, so, yeah, pretty much, they definitely put their bodies on the line. Yeah. I'm shocking. Pretty much all of them don't have freaking concussions. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're all pretty much pretty much worn at this point. I mean, yeah, they're all up in their mid forties. Yeah, something like that. So now February twenty one, we have big show big show i mean i don't even know who steve cutler was i don't even know who that was uh, so i mean he i don't even yeah um i mean that could have been nxt like something too who knows but either nxt or was the uk could have been NXT, okay. um but yeah i mean big show i mean big show did his thing in wwe um i mean that shows that he was with WWE for 1999 to 2021. Yeah, 22 years, man. Like, you know, I mean, and you know what I mean? Like the big guy mentality, like it was cool in the 90s when it was like, this guy's larger than life, you know? And, and you know, now it's kind of becoming more, more about the like athleticism versus, you know, the big, you know, big, big guys with like four or five moves. Yeah, they don't really focus now. <clears throat> they don't really focus a lot on the guys that are like about seven foot or yeah. s- say six, six, seven, six, eight. It's more on guys that are like six, one, six, two or yeah. under I six mean, foot. If it's, 
it's becoming and it's it's kind of the reverse of the NBA where like NBA was you know all about big guys and now it's like same thing like now you you're it's a yeah, diverse yeah they're slowly focusing on an NBA I noticed when I don't really watch much NBA anymore after everything that's been going on. Um, yeah, this is, I've been noticing a lot with NBA. It's like they more focus on the shorter guys that can move faster than the yeah, taller I mean, guys. I mean, it's, it's it's more of an athletic game. I mean, obviously, there's still big guys. I mean, but, you know, anyways, back to a rabbit trail. But, like, um, so, honestly, March looks like March stood alone with Andrade, which I'm actually kind of mad. Oh, I was, I like, was ticked. I, you know, and then I mean, I I liked Andrade. Like, I liked the pull. I liked him with Lena Vega, and you know, now it's like, you know, again, well, we're just gonna bounce around. But like, the fact that he literally left and went to AW, and honestly, I mean, I mean, he's not, he's okay in AW. Yeah, they 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 don't like him over there. You know, I mean, he <laughs> you know he went there, and it's like. I mean that's that's the story of most of this list. I mean we're gonna you know you basically if you're not leaving if you're leaving WWE ninety percent of them are going to AEW, yep. and then a couple of them drop off into New Japan, TNA, Ring of Honor stuff like that. But um, now April April looks like a doozy. And plus with um the one the guy that we were just talking about, he wasn't even. They didn't really do so much with him on the main roster. He was just here and there on the main roster. He did a lot more in NXT. Yeah. He was the NXT champion for a few months. Yeah. So April 21, I mean, this is a doozy of a list. This is like almost 9 to 10 people. Um, I mean, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, a.k.a. the Iconics. I mean, I thought they were going to fizzle out. They fizzled out. I'm... You know, with winning the champ, you know, they basically were tag champions and then they like lost all interest in the women's tag division. And so, I mean, I wasn't really too surprised with them. Um, next on the list, though, Samoa Joe. Why? I, I think the <laughs> like, main reason why they got rid of him because he, every time he came back, got hurt. Yeah. And then after that, he get, he'd be out for a while. And then after that, he came back and got hurt again. Yeah. Well, when, well, but like, when the, when they brought him to NXT, of kind of like the, you know, the henchman for William Regal, like I thought that was probably the best place. Oh, you know, that way he was still in the business. And I mean, I I liked that brief stint, you know, and it was, you know, I mean, he looks like he resigned, you know, with NXT, and then he won the NXT Championship and Karrion Cross. Like, I mean, I thought that was a good, you know, storyline where he wasn't wrestling a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and so they were kind of guarding that. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I mean, a lot of them, it's like WWE is very, very on top of injuries, you know, and, and just by the, you know, the cast that goes to AEW that like, oh, they didn't wrestle, you know, and then they came back and, you know, AEW, whatever. I think AEW just doesn't give a flying crap. Yeah. Like, I think they, they're, they're very, very minuscule. It seems like on their, their protocols for, you know, people with multiple concussions, injuries and all that kind of stuff. Um, now next you have Kalisto, which, eh, I mean, I mean, not, not a rider, not a ride or die, you know, of him leaving. I mean, he looks like he was here for eight years. I mean, that's, that's a respectable WWE stint. It, it, it is. He, he did, he did pretty decent in WWE. Yeah. I mean, but I just think that the Lucha house party thing was a stupid gimmick. It, it was, it was just, it was terrible. It was I mean, it, it, 
it was just boring. It's like, hey, let's put these three Mexicans together and basically lucha house party. Like it just, it just seemed kind of goofy. It's um, just it was just annoying constantly every yeah. week. Every time I went to the, every time I went to like a either Raw or SmackDown show, and they're there and they went off and I hear their music. I just pretty much got up out of my seat and went to the stand. Lucha, lucha, lucha. Like, it, but like now the next person on the list, I didn't even know she was back for this long. But Mickey James, like I didn't even know she was back for five years. For, oh like, yeah, I just noticed it. Like, yeah, she was here for five, five years. years, and now. Chelsea Green, yeah, no one really cares. Tucker, I was surprised about because I mean, Heavy Machinery was a good tag team. Um, I mean, it it sucks because like I mean, they've kept the Viking Raiders as long as they have, and they were pretty much the same thing. But like, you know, I I liked I liked Tucker and Otis. Like I thought that was a you know that was a good tag team. Um, and like some people on these lists, I mean, they really didn't see much light of day, even when they were like. Technically, I mean, it says they were, you know, released in 21, but like they were barely there. Oh yeah, they were barely ever. And on so, so you have you have Bo Dallas, Mojo Ryle, Mojo Raleigh. I didn't even know. I didn't even know Mojo Raleigh got released. I didn't yeah. even know that. And I mean, I, I mean, I'm William Blake must have been NXT UK because a lot of the he, list that was from U, that was UK. A lot of the list from 21 and 22 we're going to cover is a lot of. Um, a lot of NXT UK people that you've probably never heard of. Um, but uh, so you have uh, May yeah. we're into May twenty one. I don't know. Cavanti Divine. I don't know who that is. Jasmine Duke. Don't know who that is. Vanessa Bourne. Nope. Skylar. Nope. Ezra. Nope. Alexander Wolf. I do know that name. Um, that was the um part of the Grizzled Young Veterans, I believe. I think so. Um, Velveteen Dream. I mean, I know him. Now here's 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 the pie, the big one in May, and Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, whatever. He wanted it. Yeah, I mean he 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 had pushed to leave for a long time, and it's like he came back, and I mean he I mean honestly for the fact that okay his first year okay you know plagued with an injury came back and I mean you know and ran it for twelve years, you know he he was the truest underdog story just because. You know, and even like even though the fact that there's plenty of talent on the roster that have pretty much they're the same bill, you know, you know, the hey, they won this championship. But like, you know, like there were so many underdog stories, I feel like. And honestly, he wanted to leave now. Now we are into June and June is even more of a doozy. And oh, yeah, not, there's a lot these, of these names, names. you're, you're going to recognize, which is Braun Strowman, which like I feel like it was like. Much like much like Cody Rhodes coming back, I feel like Braun needed to reinvent himself, and that you know, and he needed that time off to coop, which is fine. Uh, Lana, no one cares about. <laughs> Buddy Murphy, I mean, same thing. He had cool music, but that was it. Now, I, Alistair I, Black, I that's a joke. That dude was a freaking badass. You know, he had that cool gimmick. It would have been cool. Fast forward to now, to oh, come yeah. back with Bray Wyatt, just because he had that sinister. Thing, uh, Ruby Riot, eh. I liked her, yeah. I mean, I liked her, but like it was, she I don't did, know, like she did pretty good solo, yeah. I mean, but like when I mean, when pretty much the riot split up, um, you know, the whole riot squad thing split up, I mean, they were better independent. It was, it was cool at the time. I think it would have been a cool trio to be against damage control and the current, um, stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, Santana Garrett, don't know. Fandango, come on, man. Fandango. Tyler Breeze. Like, they were just goofy, gimmicky guys. They were jobbers. 
uh, Tony Nese. Uh, I don't remember who Ari that was. Ari I, I, like, I think that's the one of the guys in NXT. August Gray, I don't know. I mean, Samir and Samil Singh. I mean, obviously those guys retarded, so... They, they they just rode the coattails of yeah, rest gender, of, but the rest of these names I don't remember. Um, I think they were NXT. Yeah, I mean I we but then you know then you have the doozy in July of Bray Wyatt. That was a surprise. That, that was, that, was that, to be honest, I've been a Bray Wyatt fan since he was part he first came into the WWE when he was I can't remember what his name first started as. It was a husky hair. Yeah, when he was in Nexus. I liked him. I thought yeah, there was like a I, lot I think, for him. But like honestly, I would say like from from that era of the NXT OG, hmm. like I feel like he's the only one that actually did anything. He was the only one out of that whole group that did things besides Daniel Bryan. Daniel well, Bryan Daniel Bryan, yeah, that. but he was kind of like he was kind of on the fence with them though. Yeah, he pretty much And then the same away. thing and then and then obviously um yeah, what's his face? What's the stupid guy that I have kids? He he's Slater. Yep. That guy was. It was just funny. He was I a loved funny it. Guy. I loved that gimmick. You know, but like and like I mean, and honestly, like Wade Barrett, I, I freaking love Wade Barrett. Like I, you know, give you know I, I mean, obviously he's an NXT now as a commentator, which is fine. <laughs> or no, did he make it to the main roster? Who Wade Barrett recently? Yeah, he's on. He's the announcer for uh, SmackDown now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he but he he did the NXT thing for a little while, commentator, and I feel like he, he got his just deserves to you know to come up to the main roster. Now August, Ric Flair. I mean, no Nobody surprise. Cares. Bobby Fish. He, I mean, he's honestly, good. I wasn't. I mean, I mean, Bobby Fish looks like Bobby Fish and Adam Cole both got released around the same time. Yep. And I know the um, what was the other guy? Uh, with Bobby Fish, it was uh, God, what's his name? I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name it, off the top of my head. It'll come to me. But uh and then you have Bronson Reed, which you know, Jake Atlas, Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff, obviously. Like some of these names were NXT, so you have no idea who they are. And honestly, I don't even know who half these guys are. It's either NXT. If I really like I have to Google these guys to really know. And so you have Tyler Rust, Zachariah Smith, and some of these people were actually were in just like developmental and then just got released too. So some of them didn't even freaking make it to the freaking yeah. NXT stage. Yeah, they a lot of these, a lot of these were literally brief, um, and then obviously the developmental kind of fell off during COVID. So obviously that's why a lot. That's why twenty twenty one had a quite a big um, November twenty one B Fab. I don't like Hit Row without Swerve Scott. Like I don't like Hit Row. Me too. You know, they're just two dudes with the hip hop background. Like, and I get it. Triple H brought them back. I mean, we're going to obviously, you know, we're talking about releases, but I mean, they did come back via Triple H, but I don't really think that their gimmick is even still remotely entertaining. The big guy in the group, he he's pretty much just screwing it. Yeah, he's he's failing. Now you got Ember Moon, which honestly, I mean, she she was running pretty stagnant in WWE. Um, so I don't blame her. Eva Marie, I don't even know if she was even around. Frankie Monet, Grand Metalik, which was obviously part of Lucha House Party. Uh, Harry Smith, I don't even know who that dude is. Harry um, Smith, he, G- re- he Mama, I, guess, I, I mean, know him. Harry and Cross. I mean, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Nia Jax, like Scarlett Bordeaux, Oni Lorcan, uh, Trey Baxter, and some of these are NXT. Uh, you got. 
Zade. I mean, it looks like a lot of these were quick ones. Look like they were probably just developmental, John so nobody cares. Was in there. Um, Ashante Adonis. Like some of these did come back. Um, Drake Maverick. <laughs> God, that guy's a goofball. Um, I see right here. See Isaiah Swerve Scott. Like the fact that like they brought Hit Row back without him. Like it, it just that doesn't make the group. The guy was like he was the center of attention. He's basically the same way as um. As the guy on NXT, um, you know, Carmelo Hayes, like, trick doesn't matter without Carmelo. And I don't know how much people actually watch NXT. Like, I watch all the brands. Um, I, I, I try to. Jackson Riker, which, eh, you know, some of these, you know, aren't very big dents. Uh, John Morrison, yes, but, like, I mean, he was, he, he he was came, stagnant. He, he, when, he, when he first left... They let I think they let him go, or he his his contract was up. He didn't mm-hmm. want to resign, but he left and went down to the Mexico company. He redo renewed himself and made himself a lot better in the way he is, and got yeah. more in better shape. And he don't get me wrong, he's a heck of a freaking he, he's, wrestler. He's, he, a, he, he's a he's a big draw. Um, and you know, and like, I mean, the dude, honestly, I mean, he's done honestly quite a bit in his career. I mean, he, yes, looking he at it right now, I mean, not, like almost a 19 year career, like that's a long time. I didn't and, like when they brought him, when he came back, start teaming up with a miss. I mean, they just, they just ran back the nostalgia. Um, and you know, but like, you know, honestly, as much as people like will want to give, uh, the Miz, you know, guff. The dude's a jobber. He like the dude. I'm mean, not said jobber. That's that's actually kind of diminishing. But like, he he puts in the work. Like the dude's doing movies, a TV show, and he's on, he's on TV almost every week. Like, the dude puts in the work, and whether you like him or dislike him, you know he's he puts in the work. I'm always oh the last the other person for uh that we we're trying to look with Bobby Fish. Was uh, Kyle O'Reilly? Kyle O'Reilly, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah it came down. He got released just not long after. He had a brief stint by himself, but uh, I mean, Jeff Hardy, no surprise. Yeah, he's... and then rounds out the year with Tony Storm. That's eighty-five releases. Like, and at least sixty of those were actual like regular roster. Like, you know, I mean, they literally cleaned house during COVID and. You know, it, it, it's just crazy. Their like, excuses I, trying to say, oh, we're trying to say budget on money. Yeah, I, I don't. Some I don't, of them weren't. Half the people on half those people. Yeah. No offense. Most of them weren't big dollars. They could have kept some of them. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's the thing, too, is like a lot of them were just straight jobbers, you know, and that's the thing. But like they need those jobbers, though, you know, like you, you have to have these people that. You know, although they don't really, you know, they're not there, you know, in a full time capacity like some of the main, the main people. Um, I just sent you the other link, but um, so we're gonna go now. We're gonna roll into 2022. Um, honestly, no surprise, William Regal. Um, I mean Timothy Thatcher. I mean. Uh, let's see, Danny Birch, which was part of Imperium, but yep. I mean, he kind of dipped, but I mean, a referee, no one really cares about that. Hideki Sakami, like not really. Dan- Danny Birch 
I remember seeing him. Danny times. Birch was part of Imperium. Yeah. That, did um, I mean, it looks like... He was the f- fourth member? Yeah, fourth one. No, I mean, Jesse James, I mean, obviously he's back now, so I mean, if he wasn't... <laughs> He wouldn't go in that long. Oh, Jesse James. Yeah. Um, AKA Road Dog. Yeah. And it looks, I mean, and basically Samoa Joe came back. Like he got released in 21, came back for a second and got released again. Just the same. Brian Kendrick, goofball. I, You know what? They got rid of Carlos Cabrera, like the commentator guy. Like, how are you going to get rid of like some of your good, like commentators, color commentators? Like, like the like, really, you're gonna get rid of Cosco Cabrera, who honestly was so enthusiastic. I don't know what he was saying, but like he was enthusiastic and he he made it. He made that announcing area fun. Yeah, I mean it's no different than the that Ronaldo guy or whatever that got released. He's probably on the list here, but like probably. Is. I mean he actually he I mean he went on to bigger and better things. I think he's doing like soccer now. I think so. Um. It looks like Nash Carter. I don't know who that is. I Nash Carter was with um, the, a guy from NXT. He's the current. He's the current uh, uh, Wesley. He was with uh, Wesley, and they had that oh, little tag team or whatever. Oh, I remember. Yeah. So they, I mean Nash Carter. I mean, so now Wesley's by himself. Um. Now let's see. You got Kushida, which <laughs> I liked Kushida. He's like not... I loved his whole gimmick with like. You know, basically playing off of the gimmick of Marty McFly. It's like his moveset was like just it's just funny seeing the day he left, he left on my birthday. Right. Malcolm Bivens, I mean I mean I he's a he's an he was a good manager of the um of uh Diamond Mine. Like I was surprised. Yeah, he, because like he actually he was actually like a good manager and he got a good uh, mic skills. Yeah, give him credit for that. And then let's see. So, so Dakota Kai looks like got released on the 29th, but like obviously she came back quick. But like, you know, sometimes they need a break to like redevelop character. Uh, Parker Bordeaux. Was basically wasn't that the guy that was basically supposed to look like, um, Brock Lesnar's son or something like that? I think so. Or no, that was a that was a different guy. I think, but uh, could be the same guy. No, no, that uh, that other guy was a lot younger. I can't. Yeah, he was a lot younger and had. But Parker Bogola, he was just kind of whatever. Not really. I don't even know who Vish kind of looks like from NXT. Draco Anthony again NXT. Yep. He was, he you was know, pretty good more wrestler. NXT, you know, talent. Dexter Loomis, obviously, he's back. Yep. You know, basically, still not doing so much, making him like no. I mean, making he, him he, look he like had that brief, He had the brief stint with a Miz, um, you know, and now he's just kind of back down the card. I mean, like he, I mean, like when they when they when they brought back Johnny Gargano, I thought Dexter Loomis and him were going to kind of tag up. I think they did that in NXT. They, yeah, because they, well, yeah, because he, you know, he, you know, kayfabe married, you know, Indy Hartwell and he was, you know, Index or whatever. And, you know, they basically, uh, Johnny Gargano and his wife basically kind of played like the parents or whatever, you yeah. know. And then it was fun, but like, let's see, Persia Parada, NXT, like a lot of these, so like, 
there's just an exuberant amount of list that I'm not even going to cover. That's all NXT UK because I don't know them. And anybody listening to this probably doesn't know them because not a lot of people actually listen to, um, listen, to, you know, watch NXT UK, let alone just regular NXT. I, I, I started watching, I watched the only time I ever watched uh, NXT UK is when uh, Pete Dunn actually not Pete yeah. Dunn. No, it was Pete Dunn. That I think it was Pete Dunn or the other guy. I can't remember the other dude who, with the mustache. The, talk about the one that beat Walter. No, he. It might be there was one guy that it was down. It was it was between me, Pete Dunn and one dude who always twisted his mustache and he had oh, like blonde hair and it was yeah, for the UK title. I, I can't think of his name. That's about the time I started watching the UK. After that, I pretty much fell off because yeah. it slowly got, didn't get really my attention. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is like, and there's nothing wrong with the fact that like, you know, NXT, you know, NXT UK, because it was a good brand, but like, you know, now you've basically seen the, you know, under under Triple H and Stephanie, you basically have kind of transitioned to almost basically everybody's getting booted from, you know, I think NXT UK might even barely be a thing right now. Cause it looks like, I mean, I'm just going down this list. I'm and going it's just a lot of same NXT here. I'm UK. looking at a lot of the UK to see if there's um, anybody I mean, I it recognize. looks like they either, either they cleaned house on it and they only brought the ones they wanted um, to stay. Like I, I, I like that they're kind of um, letting Pete Dunn, aka Butch, kind oh. of go back into the bruiserweight mentality. He's pretty much he he's. They had an interview with him and asked him if he would ever go back to Pete Dunn or he'll stay yeah. stick to who what his his new gimmick is now. They, he said he actually loves the new gimmick he is, just like with Gunther. Right. He he doesn't want to go back to his old yeah. one. He well, loves the, thing the new like, name. Yeah. Well, because a lot of times, because you get these wrestlers that do, you know, either a mild name change or they keep their name or, you know, they, they just kind of, you know, they, they'll change their name just slightly. Like when, like when Raquel uh, Gonzalez got put up, I mean, she basically has got another, another Mexican last name of Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez, you know, um, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys are all just, they're pretty much just, it's just this plethora of NXT UK. Um, well, we're going to take a brief break here, and we'll be right back. All right, we are back from a brief break. And actually, the break for you that is three seconds was actually like 20 minutes for us, but... uh. <laughs> That's the fun of editing and recording and such. So so we so now we're gonna kinda touch on basically now we've kind of talked about what WWE got rid of. Now we're gonna, you know, touch on the AEW nursing home where, where people have left and gone and and like some of these people that have actually like went to um AEW like they're still just as much of a goon, so like let's see. So we're gonna go with we're gonna go with the come the the leaving and coming to AW twenty twenty one. It looks there's only thirteen on the list. There's probably more, could be more. I mean, this is just maybe this is just the WWE list, not like New Japan or anything. But um, 
So you watch AEW more than I do. Yes. I watch I, a lot I, of it. I don't watch it on TV, but I have to like go back and watch a lot of it on like YouTube videos because I don't have yeah. live TV. Yeah, I mean, I I well, I think it's on. I mean, I think it's on like YouTube TV that I have, but like I'm just so I'm so like two feet deep into you know WWE that I really don't. And like you said, I mean, I watch clips and stuff, and it's cool, but like. I don't like AEW in the sense that like they have no filter. Mm-hmm. Like it they're just try, they're trying to break down. I think I don't know who it was. It was I think it was Jericho came and announced on on a broadcast that they wanted to pretty much Tony Khan needs to like step up and, well, and like cut and out like, all that swearing because well and that's the thing is and like. You know, just like AW, there's kids out there. Mm. And the fact that you guys use such foul language, like mainly MJF. Oh, yeah, he, he like, takes the you know, Like, I, it's not good TV. Like, you, you you can't bring your kids to this because you know, you know, that the language is so bad. Like, I have barely ever watched it. and But, like, the clips that I see is just like it's there's no filter. And it's just it's. You know, what are you guys like basically rated like PG thirteen ish, PG seventeen? I think they're trying to push it to be PG thirteen almost. I mean, I don't I mean like I mean I, I understand the occasional boop, you know, like but like the fact that like that's just it's just conversation, it's like it's fluid and it just seems inappropriate for, you know, you know, having fans that are under the age of eighteen and a lot of them I mean probably you know, they they didn't grow up with the OG WWE, so like AEW is their WWE because that's what they you know this is just what their dad liked, and so that's what they're running with. And you know, and the fact that you know you're having a show like that with just basically you know terrible language. I mean, I not like I'm a saint, but like yeah, they drop be, they drop the f bomb a lot on that. Yeah, show. and it's like and it's a live TV broadcast, so like. How how is TBS even allowing that to happen? Yeah, TBS, what, what, TBS and, and TNT, right? Yep, TNT pretty much allows it to it's, to it's, a point, but their other network they're on, I don't think they I mean, try it's, it. It's, I think they try it. If they edited it, it would basically sound like editing an Eminem song. Pretty much. When they drop a lot of the swear words, I I watched a couple episodes. They drop a swear word, and the person that's supposed to like hit that button to beep it, they're a little late. Yeah, they beep it I mean, right after they already said it. I mean, and like the only time in WWE that cursing is a norm is when you know you have the fans, you have the fans all Jay, saying, you know, oh, holy was, shit, holy, holy shit. shit, like. You know, that's the only time, and that's just the fans. It's not like it's the, you know, these people that, you know, these kids might look up to in some weird capacity. Remember when they try to beep out all the fans, and all you hear is a beep for the whole... Right, like, no, that's even just hear the Like, let the, let the fans be fans. You can't G-rate the fans. Nope. But anyway, so... You can't censor us. So here we go back to, you know, what we were trying to talk to. But like I said, our shtick is rabbit trails. So if you ever like, you're going to listen to this podcast, you're going to be like, hey, hey, they're talking about this. You might get ready for some trails, man. So (laughs) 
Yeah, we we pretty much hop around different areas, but we we get off yeah, topic. I mean, but if we, we ended up if we ever make, swirling right back. If to we it. ever make merch, it's gonna literally so it's gonna say the off topics podcast in the front, and like and I actually looked at see this is see well see here we go again. Um, so like I was looking at and it was like this um, it was a picture of a bunny, and then it had this like one of those like old like street signs where it had like all different roads going everywhere. But it was like too expensive to make. But like, if we ever do merch for anybody who actually listens to this podcast on a regular basis, like you can get a funny, funny shirt. But anyways, back to the topic at UBC, hand. If we do do some merch shirts, you'd be seeing my ugly ass wearing that shirt. You'd be seeing me sponsoring it on TikTok. Exactly. So anyway, so we're gonna go, and so we're gonna. You know, it looks like there's only thirteen, and that's like I said, that's just from WWE. I'm assuming you know. And and so we have Jake Atlas, which I don't even know who the guy is, so I'm not even gonna try to talk about him. Um, you had Tony Nice, which, I mean, he was. I liked him. I I mean, he was okay, but like, but you know, just reading at it, you know, like basically he was stuck in 205 Live, and maybe they just you know they're you know I mean much like a lot you know like AW they're raster they're rasters. The rosters are stacked, and you know they're not giving a lot of push for you know what they when they had two hundred five live. But I'm like, dude, some of the main roster guys are like two fifteen, so it's not even like you know that weight class is even not that crucial. You know, not even that crucial because I mean, I think for a brief moment when they had the the two hundred five live, like I think the champion, I think it was just maybe a couple years ago, maybe when they. The basically someone from a different weight class basically came in and, and won the thing and basically said, oh, you know, we're done with the 205, you know, thing, whatever, you know, the whole weight, you know, class about it, I think. But, but yeah, I mean, Tony Nese kind of got stuck. Um, Mercedes Martinez, I really don't know too much about. Um, I don't either. I know she was in NXT for just a brief spat, but like, you know, but. I mean, I think she, I mean, just by her picture, she looks old. And obviously not that, like, not that, you know, WWE having old wrestlers, you know, on the roster is a problem. But, like, I don't, I just don't think she. I I, I might have seen her. I just can't remember off the top of my head. I'm going to switch a little bit, uh, jumping around here. I like AEW, but it's slowly bringing in all these big big names from different companies it's gonna slowly turn into wcw 2.0 where it's just like they're gonna have all these big names and well, they're and all they, their money you can only, look you at can what only stack your roster so much because oh, yeah. like even wwe honestly if you really really think about it is that like you maybe between each roster maybe 10 to 15 top tier yeah each you know, each brand. And, you know, and so, like, when you stack it up so much, it's hard to develop storylines. And that's why I think, honestly, like, the bloodline works. Because the bloodline is, is, is a bunch of people, but it's all one thing. So you have a bunch of people that basically are involved in one storyline. So you, you're you churning up, you know, all of these wrestlers into one. Yeah. Um, one storyline. Now, looks like good old Paul Wright, a.k.a. The Big Show... AKA no surprise the there. No surprise there. I mean, 
he he didn't have much purpose in WWE anymore. Like the big guy thing was, you know, yeah, they played brought, out. They brought him to AEW to kind of be like announcer, pretty much. What he first started, now he's been having once in a blue moon here. He's having a little bit of a match, but it's yeah. usually against really nobody's. Like my brother. <laughs> but like oh, no and then so you know we'll, you know we could literally talk about like wrestlers you know in the their longevity and the wrestling stuff but we're just going to kind of roll over that you know topic for a different day but uh so you have christian cage again you know we talked about that going from you know getting released and i mean yeah. honestly christian cage is kind of a goon like he he had his time he had his shine but like him coming back is basically nostalgia. You know, it's it's the same, you know, the same thing with a lot of these wrestlers that, you know, that seem to come back, you know, because like Saudi does that, you know, that's what they do for Saudi shows. They bring back freaking Goldberg a thousand times. Like, you know, the only thing next for Goldberg is a retirement home because he is a terrible wrestler. Now he like, he, he's botching moves. He's, he's doing more damage than good. And I get, because you're you're doing a Saudi show, you want to you want to bring back what they want, but like the same token, you also have to put out good product. Yeah, it was. I think Goldberg, he he's still in his prime now. He's not as like he no, was no. in his twenties, thirties. He's, 20s, 30s. he's he just prime. needs to pretty much maybe work in behind the scenes or yeah. stick to doing what he's what what he's been doing. What I noticed uh, is. He does these car shows, talks about like different freaking cars, models, and all yeah. that. He should I stick mean, to that. Or he's he came from the NFL and because he got hurt, he should maybe go to the NFL and do some yeah broadcasting. I mean, in he there. has other avenues he can do because he does pull a crowd. Because I mean, he is Goldberg. I mean, you know, he I mean he he ran rough shot in the nineties. You know. I think it was what like a hundred and four and zero or something. I don't know. It was like no, over hundred wins. It was a hundred and it was hundred and seventy. He was hundred. I think it was hundred and seventy or hundred and seventy one. Yeah, that was his record too. He got beat. I can't remember who beat him. Um, beat him. Took his took his title. Um, he had he had the heavyweight title at the yeah. time. Now, so you move down. So you have Malik Black, aka Alistair Black. I, 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 you know, he's he's such a good gimmick, and he's so good at playing the role that he plays. And WWE kind of, you fucked know, him, fucked him over. And... Yeah, they 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 screwed him over big time because honestly, like, you know, if you had him now and you had him play one of the characters for Bray Wyatt, he would have been perfect. Oh yeah, he he would have been perfect in the Wyatt Six. Yeah, and so I mean, and again, there's I mean like. I kind of don't like the fact that they're taking 20,000 years to do the storyline for Bray Wyatt. Yeah, like, it's, it's taken a long it's, time. Dude, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I get it. You want to build up, but then it's like, if you miss your shot on that build, it's going to be all for freaking nothing. Yeah. He's going to end up, uh, everybody that knows that Vince McMahon's back, Vince McMahon and Bray Wyatt don't see eye to eye. Yeah. That's the main reason why he got fired. And if a lot of people, other broadcasters that I follow and listen to, they even, I agree with a lot of them. They need to step their game up and push his character. Yeah, because, well, because when they, when I got, what, what pay-per-view was it when they had all the characters around? Uh, 
Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules, okay. Yeah, you know, they they just have to get this storyline rolling because it's it's losing traction because the attraction right now is the bloodline. Yeah, that's you know, where it, the spotlight is. You know, it, but it's like if if you know, we're like I think everyone's sick of hearing him come out and just like uh, battles on, you know, like. You know, you don't know where I've been, and you know, I've I've, I've done some things, and I'm crazy. Like, like, dude, like, get to the point. Yeah, this week he actually, they actually brought. They he didn't come out, he didn't walk out. He was already at the ringside, yeah. but they had his rocking chair in the ring, yeah. And he started talking as he was back in when he was that Bray Wyatt, yeah. and then at the end of his 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 speech, his talk, they brought up the whole Bray Wyatt. The yeah. trees and black and white stuff again. I'm like, are they slowly pushing to have that Bray Wyatt back, or they're gonna slowly I mean, kind of somewhat bro the fiend back? I mean, even if they, I mean, if they don't even bring the fiend back, that's fine because the fiend was by himself fine. And I understand like the dual personality thing, whatever with the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, I love it. But that. like honestly, like the least the Firefly Funhouse was like something pre-recorded. It wasn't sitting on like the stage yep but uh anyways again back to <laughs> I, I i don't don't get me wrong the fairy uh the the fun house i love i love the song i have that song on my phone uh, yeah but uh and so now you know so now here's another missed opportunity by wwe with adam cole adam like, Cole, baby boom like i like i'm surprised he never got main roster push he sh- he should have. I think they just tried to keep. Uh, oh, what's their group called? The Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era and NXT. Um, yeah, they should pushed him to the main roster. He should have been like a Universal Champion or WWE Champion. I mean, he he or a United States Champion. He's he's basically the same fanfare as Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, he has the you same know skills. like he. I mean he. I mean he has the entrance that. You know that everybody's into, and you know it, and it, it just sucks that, you know, because honestly, like as soon as when he rolled into AEW, like it was, it was insane. Oh yeah, that uh, that roof popped. You know, like, and that's that's the thing too is it's like again another wasted. Now Bobby Fish, I'm not too, I'm not too like. I'm not a big fan. I've been watching them in other. He's been here and there in AEW, and I watched him do a couple indie shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's he been pretty much ticking off a lot of fans. Yeah, well, I mean, he's the thing is, too, fans. is, like, he's he's older. I mean, he's, yeah, he's I mean. Mid, almost mid, pretty close to probably got to be close to the 50s. Yeah, and and then again, here we go with, you know, the, you know, the UE basically roll down is, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, which. I liked the independent Kyle O'Reilly. I kind of liked the... I liked the rival he had with uh, Adam Cole in NXT. That was pretty good. Yeah. You know, and again, you know, these are... these are, it's, I feel like it's just kind of missed talent, misused. Now, next on the list is um, Ruby Riot, a.k.a. Ruby Soho. I... They... Again, it's another missed opportunity because the women's division in WWE right now is very, very bleak. It's, it's basically you have... You have Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Alexa Liv Morgan, Bliss, Alexa Morgan. Bliss, kind of coming back, but yeah. it's very, very bleak. 
you know, because you have these jobbers like uh, like Dana Brooke, and even Atiyah's kind of just fizzled out a little bit. I haven't seen Atiyah in a while. I haven't seen her in a while. I haven't seen Dana Brooks in a while either. Yeah, and it's just like, and these, you know, when you, it's like they could legitimately bring up a lot of NXT women. I mean, there's some good rivalries going on in NXT. Oh, yeah. If you don't watch, I mean, you know, they're, 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 they have literally two hours and essentially only an hour on like Hulu if you watch it. You know, there's actually quite a bit of storytelling, quite a bit of great matches going on. And, you know, these women would be perfect for main roster push. Because, again, I mean, as much as NXT wants to be its own brand, it is still developmental. Yeah, it's still, it's still like, there are, there are some superstars that in NXT, they definitely need a big push. Yeah. They need to push. Some of them actually have star power and they yeah. should be on the main roster. Yeah. By now, if not, WWE definitely yeah, needs to get their head out of their butts. It's yeah, because it's again, you know, even like I saw, like I was saying earlier about the ten to fifteen, you know, main pushes on each each you know Raw and SmackDown. There's not that much. Like not. it's not as deep, you know, because it's like you get the Royal Rumble where like pretty much, you know, they have these little matches for qualifying. But I mean, come on now, dude. Like we, we all know they're all in. We it. all know everybody's freaking in it. I mean, you you come out. I mean. And you just keep on, you know, rolling with it. But it's like, you know, I wish it was 40. Is it 30? It's 30, but they only I wish did it the was 40. 40. They only did the 41. Uh, only well, one no, it was, time. I think it was the 50 because it was the, the greatest Royal Rumble at Saudi. Yeah, that was 50. That and was then 50. The main, the main Royal more. Rumble, uh, they had once and it was only 40. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever going to do that again because that took so freaking long. Well, I mean, longevity, man. I th- I think they sh- me personally I think they should I I enjoyed the forty I thought it was well, I thought it was more it's fun like, because it's the freaking Royal Rumble like that that's what the shtick is like you can, like the matches don't matter the only matches that matter at Royal Rumble are those people that win the Royal Rumble that's all it's about that's I don't care the, about that's where the eyes are the spotlight yeah, I don't care about the rest of the mini matches because it's freaking Royal it's the Royal Rumble it's the road to WrestleMania like. You, you, that those are the two matches that matter. You could have literally a three hour show with two hour and a half long, well, we'll say two hours for the men and an hour and change for the women's Royal Rumble. Like, that would, that would be a good enough show for me. That'd be good enough. Oh, don't get me wrong. Uh, the women's Royal Rumble now, I think they've been doing it for about three, four years now. The women's Royal Rumble, man, it's pretty good. You, you can see a lot. I see a lot more of the women actually show more of their talent in that Royal Rumble right. than anything else. They show their their blood, yeah, because sweat, it's and like tears you into you, that. you get you get your shot. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many girls just sitting in the back, like, oh, I'm gonna go on the Royal Rumble. Like, all right, cool. Like, that's that's their one chance to shine. Yeah, it's pretty much the only time they get the spotlight because on they, them. I mean, they re- they legitimately run. I would say between like. I would say the women's division in a whole on between Raw and SmackDown is maybe 10 total. Yeah. Maybe 10. And like, I there's like the tag team division stuff, which is a little bit bleaker, but like, I mean, they're just throwing together teams half the time, but yeah, the tag team it out of the women in the men's it's, it's getting blah. It's getting boring. It's getting yeah. dull. It's the same people over and over again. It's pretty much the same stuff. 
stupid rivals and tag teams over and well, over. Well, in you know, in the stupid outside interference. I mean, obviously, it's just a part of WWE and it's part of wrestling. But like, when it's to the point where it's it's constant, it's never like, you know, like I've said before. I mean, I'm just going to touch on it for a half second. But like the fact that Roman Reigns has these matches and it's like outside interference, seventy five percent of the time. They just need to. They just need to find Give me one a clean thing and set up. They need to find one and just set it up, put in a contract or whatever crap they have to do yeah. is to ban anybody out of well, either like, party. They get involved and it takes the referee three or four times before he's like, you, you, you. like, like, dude, just don't have it, man. And they, like, or they wait till the referee is. Knocked yeah, down. not looking. I mean, come yeah. on, dude. Like, it's 99.9% of us all see it, and then, oh, because the ref. I think that's honestly becoming such a stupid thing where the refs turn around. We're like, anyways, 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 anyways. So we're back to the list, and Andrade, that's a waste. That oh, is yeah. an absolute waste by WWE because Andrade is a star. Oh, yeah, he's a the star guy, The guy, I mean, Lucha background. You know, obviously, where's the mask coming down and takes it off, whatever. But like, you know, I it it just pisses me off when you have such star power, you have such talent, and once again, WWE just gets rid of people. And you know, you know, if you give people potential and you give them opportunities, then they're gonna shine. But if you literally don't utilize them, then then it's all for nothing. Yeah, they're just gonna look at it like what's the point? You're not going to push me. What's the even yeah. freaking point even trying to yeah. go out there, put because 100%. Then, then you're just, you're just complacent at that point. Yeah. And so now we have Brian Danielson, AKA, AKA Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan, AKA the goat man, whatever they call, what do they, they call him? They still call him the goat man. Yeah. Like, you know, again, like, I mean, I'm okay with Daniel Bryanson or Brian Danielson leaving just because, he just got complacent in WWE, and I think like the fact that he was kind of able to like bring back the what is it the what is it called the the dragon something or other um, dragon uh, dragon steam or steam something I, I don't know remember. but like know something but uh, like he kind of got to bring back his OG gimmick yeah from Ring of Honor and so now you know finishing up the list with CM Punk which. Like, the dude is old, he can't wrestle, he's just a he's just a shtick that comes in there to make pike bombs and rustle feathers and make waves, but he's done nothing, honestly. And isn't, isn't AEW already pretty much getting rid of him? Yeah, they, they're trying to buy out his contract, but um, there's one guy that's good friends with CM Punk, and they're trying, he's trying to work it out where... The the elite, aka uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, to squash their beef with CM Punk and work things out. And but other than that, I know, uh, yeah, they're they're trying to buy out his contract and it say that we don't want you back. They took him off a lot of their merch. I think they took his merch off their website. I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't been on their website in a while. Um, I know WWE's been in talks. Triple H wants want to CM sign. I don't want to sign. I don't want CM Punk. What's funny? Triple H wants to sign him back to WWE, but half of the people in the locker room do not want him. No, back. I don't like. 
his gimmick is played out. It's because done. Because the drama he brings. Like, exactly. I mean, he, you know, I don't need any more feathers ruffled, any more waves than we already have. Don't don't go don't don't get me wrong. I've I've been a CM Punk fan. I love CM Punk, yeah. but I I the last time I seen CM Punk in WWE, it was I don't remember what year it was that he uh, he ended up just taking his ball and leave. I went to the SmackDown leading up to the Royal Rumble that time. Is when they had the in, uh, Triple H and Stephanie's group uh, Authority. The Authority. Yeah, when Kane was a part of it. Yeah, I'd seen CM Punk at the last SmackDown, and he you can tell when he walked out, when it went off the air, went to a commercial break, he he pretty much looked at a lot of fans, and when he was walking up and down, because I had ringside right next to the ramp, he pretty much, you can tell on his face, he was fed up with the crap that's going on. Yeah. I mean, and he showed up to the Raw the night after the Rum, after the Rumble, he showed up and that was in Detroit. He pretty much walked out. And after he left and got let go and whatever, his wife, AJ Lee, they're trading her like garbage be- all because of him. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it sucks when you're attached to somebody and their BS becomes your BS. What's more fucked up is that they send him papers on the day of his wedding, his termination papers. That's pretty messed up on WWE. That's all like a low bro. That's yeah. seriously. That's that's the one thing that really would piss me off. All right. Well, we're gonna take a brief break, and this one actually will be brief. We're not gonna actually like dip out for twenty minutes and come back. But uh, so we'll be right back. All right, we are back. We're gonna discuss, you know, the the twenty twenty two. Uh, WWE to AW, and we're just going to kind of go roughshod down this list just because some of them don't matter. Actually, most of them don't matter, honestly. But uh, So you have Jake Atlas, again, don't care. Brody King, I don't even know who that is. Dan Hooson, I don't know who that is. Now, this is the guy that I WWE botched. Keith Lee, 100%. Keith Lee is a freaking beast. Well, he's a big, he's a big <laughs> like, boy. That dude. You got move. rid of the guy who could actually move in the ring. He had such a good gimmick with a limitless one, and you know, way to botch another superstar. You know, in Keith Lee, Keith Lee was a big guy who could do things that some of these even smaller guys couldn't. Do. What's more messed up? After they let him go. I think, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or yeah, fiance. Yeah. They pushed her up to the main roster in WWE, and she's been teaming up with uh, the, the club. Yeah, the well, she, well, she just came back, right? Basically, she came back when the OC brought her in. They're like, oh, she found us or whatever. Pretty much. Um, But yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's crazy again, the, the fact that they're, if you don't give these guys a shot, you don't know the talent they have. I totally agree. They they got a lot of star star powers. Just WWE does not want to take that effort. No, they they don't listen. They don't listen to fans like us. They don't give two craps of what we say yeah. and how we feel. They're gonna go on like, oh, this is what we do. 
This yeah. is what we think. And this that's, might make the fans well, and happy. That's, that's kind of the Vince McMahon era way of thinking. It's yeah. like, hey, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I don't even care. Yeah, when you know? Triple H came in, stepped up, took over, it's a lot better now. Slowly, it's getting there. A lot more people are happier. Now you got Vince McMahon kind of pushed Trickling himself his right back stupid in. Stupid old again. ass back in. He needs, I'm to, go check I'm his, he needs I, to check his ass in the nursing like, home. I'm never not going to watch WWE because I'm a lifelong fan. But like, if Vince's old ass comes back and starts doing things again, like it, it's going to ruin the product again. He just but, he does not like seeing it. His product, his 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 baby that he helped take from buying it he bought it from his dad i think his dad sold it to him for like one billion or one million or something like that and made it into a six six billion uh, something company i mean he made it into a great company but like at, at what point in time do you do you adapt and do you change because you can see the product difference when Triple H and Stephanie took over. And the ratings, too. You know, the, everything just changed because it was more opportunity. They are bringing people back. Not doing these rematches over oh rematches. I wish they would take away the rematch clause and everything, whether it's tag matches or secondary titles. Just, no, go to the back of the line. Stop yeah. having the same freaking... And then it's like you get a triple threat, and they're like... And you're like, you already know who's going to win because it's the person that just lost... Like this, you know, the same crap with like Bianca Belair and yeah. Bailey, and you know, and all these people that just like you're just on repeat, and you're like, well, I know who's gonna win that because they wanted the rematch, but they couldn't get it, so they weaseled their way into a triple threat, you know, fatal four way, whatever. The only time I ever see the rematch should work is no matter if you had the title and you lose, and you okay, it's in your contract, you you get a rematch, and if you've messed up your rematch and you lose. Back of the line. Yeah. Next person up. No, that's, and that's the thing is, and that's how you that's how you give opportunities to new wrestlers. You know, because if they botch it and they suck, okay, but at least they had their time to shine. Yes. Now back to this goofy list that of people. I don't even know who. I don't know who AQA is. I don't either. I, I um, never. Heard that's of her. again. You know, I don't know. You know, we don't know every person that gets bounced around. We just watch it for what it is and we just kind of analyze what we see in front of us um so now buddy matthews aka buddy murphy he i was mean one i'm of my not favorites you know him i'm and, not uh, like i'm not mad or sad about him going but like i kind of liked his 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 uh the disciple gimmick thing with oh, seth rollins oh yeah that was that was that was a great a great story they had going yeah, the way and, they, you know, they and again, together. I mean, they it they they could they could run that they could run that back easily, but obviously now they've lost that, and so now we have, you know, again, you know, the person I talked about as far as hit row is not the same without Swerve because he has power by himself, you know, and you know, you know, some people just have an it factor, and some people don't. Some people will build their way up to one, but some people just come out the gate and, you know, they, they're good to go. Um, but now, so we go down the list again, Paige, I don't, Vince, nah. I can't Van, pronounce her that. I'll, I'll blotch that last name. I can't pronounce it. Van Zant. There we go. Now, 
this is just a stupid move on AEW's part, bringing Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, good lord, how many DUIs and crap is this in drugs does this guy need to be in to like a company be like, nah, I'm good, I'll pass. Like, are you just welcoming drama because you you're a, you're a you're a, you're a company that's been going strong for maybe four years, and you bring in the guy who's had more DUIs. He's then, up, he's he's pretty much uh, coming uh, talking about that. Uh, not Ju, so. Oh yeah, no, Jim, uh, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy is up pretty pretty close up yeah, there with it's, him. It's like you know, but it's like again, but like. Like Jeff Hardy was all over the news and stuff. Jimmy's stuff was kind of in small doses. Yeah. But it's like, dude, get your shit together. Like, you are a you are you are on another level superstar right now in the biggest brand in wrestling. Why are you getting DUIs? I drive Uber, you dumbass. Like, get an Uber. I mean, I'm I hate to be loud in the mic and you're probably getting your freaking eardrums blown out, but like, dude, like this generation has fucking Ubers. You have Ubers. You have Lyfts. Shoot, call a taxi. I don't care. Like, the fact that these people are getting DUIs, you got to be four shades of stupid. Yeah, I know AEW straight up said he cannot come back and wrestle till he goes and does his AA meetings and like, but the thing is, clean. like, it hasn't changed. We he's done the same crap with WWE. He How many it, times it, you got to run it back? He did it. He didn't. He did it in uh, WWE. Then he left WWE, went to TNA, and fucked that all up, and and he got got let go because yeah, uh, his like, stupid mistakes you, he's doing. You guys know the guy's track record. He's been in wrestling for. 25 years like you know you know what you're getting into why even sign a guy when you literally know he's just gonna take your money and then and then go do what he's been doing the same thing over and over again yeah he's no i i like jeff hardy but he just needs to get his shit together and clean up anytime he goes to whatever company he goes to and what he like his last doi he just made AEW look like, like crap. They look, they look he just stupid. made them look, made them look made the company look stupid. No, because you Jesus. literally again, you know this guy's got a track record. It's you know now with social media, dude, there is so much access to everyone's freaking crap in their life that it's like if you know it, why why waste your time? I understand the nostalgia, but like even Bubba Ray Dudley is like, nah, I'm good. I'm out of the business. I'm done. Like. He 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 knew when to hang up his boots, you know. And he has a fantastic podcast. I don't listen to it, but I've heard good things. But like, I didn't you know, know he had one. Yeah, he has a podcast. Um, but like, you know, some these wrestlers got to know when when to when, be done. Yeah, I was and, to say Bully Ray, Bully Ray's been making a yeah, year I mean, appearance. Bully Ray, Bubba Ray, you know, like whatever you want. You know call the the many names, but like. You know, like there's a certain point in time in your career and you're just like, you know what? I'm done. Yep. And the fact that these companies keep on doing it repetitively and you're like, dude, are you guys not learning anything? I think Matt, I think, I think his, I think Jeff's brother, Matt, I think he pretty much, uh, he's still with AEW. Yeah. But he's pretty much, he's pretty much been staying back, working in the back or he's been spending time with his family. And that's the perfect position because like you have someone who's done it on a high level with a tag team. He's also done it by himself. Like, and so you, you have these wrestlers that you should have around for the sake of like bringing up new talent, not, not going out and putting up shoddy matches 
and you know just kind of putting a shit stain on wrestling but like now we're gonna go back to the list william regal obviously you know the guy is a genius i mean oh, the, yeah. guy, he, he... the guy the guy knows the business in and out you know and you know aw probably should have capitalized more with having him but you know we're just gonna keep on going down the list because we'll probably have more podcast about you know probably more wrestling stuff because that's just kind of our shtick i mean we're gonna have our you know, rabbit trails and conversations and stuff for the most, for the most part, honestly, we're probably going to do more wrestling stuff. But, uh, so Tony storm, I mean, go figure. You didn't give her a run. She's going to leave. Um, Wheeler, you I don't even know who that is. Uh, Samoa Joe, obviously. I mean, he's kind of bouncing around, but like, he's not, he's, he's, he just shouldn't wrestle anymore. I feel like he should be in the background again. That, These guys with he, wisdom. He should be. He should either. He should work in the back or just be announcer. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and it's it's. He's just it's time to hang your boots happening. up, Joe. No, so we're gonna go on a list again. You know, Malcolm Bivens, Bivens, yeah. Malcolm Bivens, aka now it's Stokely Hathaway or whatever. But like, you know, a great manager mind. I mean, there's there's you know. Being a manager, it's it's a different position in wrestling because you basically you have to make yourself like almost obnoxious, you know. But like the good the good managers will be, you know, they play a part. I mean, no different than Paul Heyman plays a part, you know, with a twenty plus year of Brock, you know, the last couple years with Roman. Like you have these minds that you. Like they're damn good at their job. Oh yeah, I think um, I think so far out of the out of a lot of the managers that manage wrestlers, Paul Heyman has got to be the hands down best one right now. Oh yeah, back and back like the Attitude Era. I think my all time favorite was uh, I'm trying to think of his name, Paul Paul Bear. Yeah, Paul Bear. Yeah, Paul Bear. Yeah. He, <laughs> Yeah, like, but yeah, I mean, it's it's good stuff. It's you know these people that you know obviously you're not a wrestler, but you're but you're an impressive mind when it comes to wrestling. Same thing with Eric Bischoff. He has a good yeah, mindset. I mean, Eric Bischoff. I mean, I will give him a plug. It's seventy. I think it's seventy two weeks is his podcast, and basically that's that seventy two weeks represents the fact that he beat WWE in the ratings for seventy two weeks. Oh, I've been I, I listen to a lot of his broadcast. He yeah. his mindset in wrestling yeah, I mean, is good. Him and Paul Hammond could make their own company. Oh easy. They I would love I would love to see Eric Bischoff do make another company. Same thing with uh Paul Heyman. Yeah. You got you have freaking Jeff Jarrett. He made a he made a company and yeah. that company's great. Yeah. And so we're gonna continue to work on a on the list, Athena, aka Amber Moon. You know, I mean, she change was never bad for her. She was always good, but like, you know, AEW basically was under the shtick of, you know, opportunities and everything else. But again, they load their freaking thing, and it's it's just not, it's not gonna be productive unless they like come up with like three shows or something because they they are loaded with so much. I mean, obviously, like talent to a certain extent, I'd say like half of them are, but half of them are just like. They're nostalgic acts. They're they're the Metallica of wrestling. Like you want to hear, you want to see what them do the old stuff, but you like 
the obviously I'm not gonna dog Metallica. Metallica is freaking one of the greatest, but like it's not a bad reference. But like you know, like people don't want anything new. You have you, they want the nostalgia. They want you know, that's all they want. They want you to play the old songs. They don't want to hear anything new. Yeah, when it comes to AEW now, I've been noticing with their new, they changed their entrance stage. And it's slowly, the colors they have is red and blue. It's a knockoff to WWE, their entrance, Titantron and everything. This, the way it looks is slowly being a knockoff to WWE. Mm, now their yeah. ring barrier around the ring is is a logo, not a metal cage. Now it's a logo. I'm waiting for later down the road with WWE, they got... The little they TV the tron, screen. They have little yeah. trons on them now, which actually I think is honestly a cool touch. It's just on one side, the yeah. side with the camera, well, obviously, because that's what the TV side is. But um, I don't care. So like, we're going to list Rush. I don't even know who that is. I'm not either. even going to try to even even acknowledge. Obviously, Cesaro. I feel like that's that's a WWE botch. Oh God, the, he he you know, was great in WWE. They, he had the he had a. Uh, he he's worked enough to be a heavyweight champion in yeah. WWE, but they did he not. Just, he push. just never he just never got the push. I mean he he did solo stuff, but I don't think you know he won too many championships. His gimmick with the his tag team with um, Sheamus was great. The bar, baby. Oh yeah. The bar. Uh, so we're gonna go down the list. Parker Bordeaux. I don't even know what AEW is even doing with him. Madison Rain. Don't care. Sarai, aka Paige. I mean, you know, again, you want you want the nostalgia page. You don't like. I don't even think she's can she is she even wrestling like because she's been she, so plagued with injury that I don't think like she's wrestled. Oh, she's wrestled. I think actually, I think no. It says it, she, it says it says that her debut match is yet to come. So basically, she's just there to. This is my house. Like all this crap. She but, she did have a match at um. It had to be a dark match because I don't see anything on here. No, she she had a match against the um, Adam Cole's uh, girlfriend. Uh, I can't think of her name. Talking about the Baker chick. Yeah, she had a match with her uh, at one of the pay per views, and no. I watched it. It's the night. I mean, that maybe they MJF, just don't have it loaded MJF, up on here. It's the one that and the night the MJF won the AEW title. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Renee, obviously, go figure you'd leave because your husband, (laughs) Josh Woods, don't even know who you are. Me neither. Willow Nightingale, you look like a doofus. I'm not even going to touch. Jeff Jarrett, I mean, it looks like he he came in the tail end of it. But, like, again, this was a nostalgic debut. It looks like Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby on, which is... Again, yeah, Sting, Sting match. and Jeff Jarrett are obviously OGs of wrestling, but like, that's the nostalgia they're playing again, you know. And so, well, you know, Bandito, don't even know who that Sting, is. Sting, Sting, Sting is already announced. Uh, sometime this year, he's retiring. I mean, about time. I mean, he was still doing it at a good level, and he he's always had a good shtick, and he's literally stuck with the same gimmick for the better part of his career, with the exception of the beginning. With the the warrior type paint color, but like as soon as the NWO thing, like, and he went to the black, like dude, that's by the best black part. Black and screen. white, and he then he went from NWO black and white, and he went to the NWO 
wolf pack and you had the red and black that was that was pretty nice but i like the black and white more yeah so now we're on the list so kanoto to he, 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 but the that? first time i went to AEW show and watched him wrestle he he's good i give him credit i like him yeah, like but like but like i don't even know if he's even from wwe i'm not sure why this list is kind of scatterbrained but like pretty much ar fox i don't, I don't even know who, know that, who is. that is uh, Juicy Juice Robinson. I don't know who he couldn't is. tell you. Action Andrea doesn't even have a picture. That's how cool he is. <laughs> um, so I mean, so that kind of tops out the list that we have. Um, now, so we have maybe a handful of minutes here. Like, what is your thoughts on like current WWE product? We're gonna bounce off W. We're gonna bounce from AEW. You know AW because I don't know a lot about that, so it's like we don't like, we can't really have a whole lot of give and take on that. Um, so like WWE current, so so if anybody had just like had this hype of John Cena coming in for a for a literally a nine minute match just to say he's wrestled in the year was an absolute garbage show. I think that or a dumpster that, fire that as it max. was. I think the most anybody that got out of that John Cena match and Kevin Owens, whatever, it's just baldness of his head. I think Dude. that got the most action. I <laughs> and, see more memes you know, for his baldness. And like, it's funny. He always has that on the rope, like getting the crowd into it. Like, dude, <laughs> it's like, it's almost to the point where he's just annoying now. Like, I get it. You know, you and Ric Flair tit for tat. And I don't think anybody's going to creep up there anytime soon. Cause I think triple H has 14. I think. No, Triple H is 15. Is it 15? I think, I think it's 15. Okay. Orton or, uh, is 14. Yeah, and I don't think anybody's going to touch that. And, like, like honestly, like, I'm kind of, like, as much as I love the Bloodline gimmick right now, like, excuse me, um, like, it's just getting played out. Like, it's to the point where it's, you know, unless you're going to do something different, you're not putting gold on Solo. You're just making him the enforcer. You have Sammy there. Who's honestly been doing more work than most oh, he's, he's in the bloodline power of that group? You know, Sammy Uso. You know, and like I, I, you oh, know, I, I think current product. I think current product is good. I do like the fact that they are. They're definitely giving some shedding some light on like the secondary titles, like with the IC title. You know, on the United States Championship. I honestly think Austin Theory, as much as I hate to pain me, he's annoying, very Miz ish. But like, he's he's pretty much doing it right now. His gimmick and he's doing he's, right now is awesome. You know, he dropped the whole selfie crap, the chosen one crap. You know, and I think that the character he's in right now, he's the now. And I and there's no debating that he's the now. You know, he's he's putting up banger matches, and you know, and he's he's he's, a, he's, he's getting he's getting he's getting the crowd to hate him, and that is his job. If you don't get a reaction and you get a you get you hear like that's when you that's when you you, you suck at you your suck. job. You know, I mean, you have someone who's you know started off as this kind of goofy thing, you know, the silver and baby blue crap. You know, now he's got the, you know, the gear and the, the jacket leather, like black leather jacket and he's growing a freaking beard and all yeah, that. Like, he's getting that But I love he's it. Getting though, that bad boy look. Because because that's what like that's when you give when you give someone a torch and you give them an opportunity to to do something like he's doing the damn thing 
He's putting he's putting the work in every week. Every time I see him on Raw, he's actually putting the yeah. work in. He's actually putting the work in on the mic, even in the ring. He's actually well, doing you, the, the and, best. You know, and essentially, you don't like. You know, the titles aren't even really like doing anything as far as like the tag universal tag and you know universal heavyweight whatever. Like they're doing nothing but just being there. So then you have Gunther carrying the IC on. He's basically carrying SmackDown. Oh yeah, him and Shane you know, both. You know, putting up good matches. I mean, recently just had a match with um, Braun, Strowman. Braun Strowman, and dude, that was such a good match. Like I love the I love the back and forth chops they're doing with yeah. each other. That was good. You know, and like and that's the thing is like that's what draws me in. Like the you you the bloodline. You already know what you're gonna get when they come out. You like you already know they're gonna do something stupid, put someone through a table. Like the gimmick's starting to get played out, and I feel like I feel like I'm waiting for someone to turn on someone. You know, whether it's Sammy and I'm Solo. Sammy. I want Sammy and Solo to be tag champs. Like maybe that's just me trying to speak something into existence, very Corey Grave esque. But like, I just like I, I'm over it. Like I'm over the fact that they have. Both titles on three people. I really wanted to see Solo just take out Roman. I want, I love the whole, he's doing a tribute to Umaga and doing the whole gimmick the way Umaga did it. And I freaking love it. I would love to see him turn his back on his own blood, his own blood, his, his, his uh, brothers, Mm -hmm. the Usos. And I yeah. would love to see him do that. I would. He 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 has a heavyweight title yeah. pitcher on him. He could be a champion. Yeah, because he, I mean, for basically on the way out, basically, even though he, like, they kind of took the North American Championship off him when he did that impromptu match, and they said, yeah. "Oh, it wasn't sanctioned or something stupid like that." And yeah, you're not you on. Know, you're not part of NXT. You now. know, you're but then the he basically, roster. I mean, he but he got like the instant call up to WWE at. Was it Crown Clash Jewel? The, no, it was Class of the Champ. Uh, Clash Class of Castle. Class of the Yeah, Champ. and like I can't speak. Sorry, But like you know, but like I I like where it's going. I just I want to be surprised for once though. Like I want I want WWE to surprise me and not Royal Rumble returns of some old people like Kelly Kelly and Lita and Chris Stratus. Like you know, like I want I want I want to legitimately watch it live and be surprised i i want to be surprised by something for once you know because you want you want something new you want you want to see you want to see something that like wasn't wasn't like you know on youtube people like you know putting out theories or like rumors or like i want to have something that's fresh and just like yeah i want to i want when the royal rumble happens i don't i we the the biggest rumor is the the rock but i want to see somebody that there's no rumors at all just no. just like pops out like with aj styles came to wwe there oh, was, dude, a was a rumor but me personally i wasn't believing there any was of it. nothing there was nothing really like it just all of a sudden poof yeah he came out where right when he came out i was pretty much off my seat oh 100%. i was so happy to see oh, yeah. him in wwe yeah, because those I are screamed like a little schoolgirl. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> oh my god, it's AJ Styles. But like, that's the thing is, but like, 
that's what makes wrestling great is the things that, you know, because back at, you know, like I said, back in like the day, we didn't have as much social media. So like when you got things, it was a surprise. It wasn't like there was 30 YouTube videos on different wrestling, you know, you know, channels that were like, Hey, we think about this. Well, you think of this person, you think this person's going to make appearance. Yeah. I mean, so I, so like, we'll kind of, I mean, I'm going to wind this down, but just basically one final thought. And that's, I think if Cody Rhodes never would have got injured, he would have beat Roman by now. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Because, you know, when you have someone come back, that's literally was the goofiest thing, you know, but you, but you, you slap some blonde hair and a badass tattoo on his neck and you give him four years, six years, I don't know if it was four or six years. I think it was, I think it was six. You know, you give him time to, you gave him time to recreate this an amazing gimmick. Like that, you know, and we were there at WrestleMania when that thing hit. Yeah. Like, when I mean, he came you know, out obviously, that, that. Obviously we had the rumors, you know, and we, you know, we were all pretty certain, but it's like, dude, when you see like the lights, just nothing. And then you hear the, the candy go. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and then his music hit in 70,000 people lost their freaking minds. Yeah. Right when that happened and the lights went out and you had Seth Rollins in the middle of the ring. You could hear the fans chant Cody. You could feel it, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, you you know, I don't know if anybody, if you've ever you've been to like a wrestling event, like a live event, you know, you're sitting 15, 20,000. How about 80,000? Okay. Like, just off their seats, literally losing their freaking minds. And oh. it was it was insane, you know. And so, like, they've given brief, like, you know, updates as far as him. And, like, I hope to God he comes back for Royal Rumble. He, like he he's been he's been taunting that with these commercials that he might show up in because Royal I Rumble. like as much as I want The Rock to come back I really don't care like that's just a John Cena moment that I don't want to have and I get the background of it but like anywho but uh you know so you know we'll see you guys next week um. You know, who knows what we're going to talk about, because honestly... Are we going to actually sit down and watch the Royal Rumble and talk? We, we, yeah, we might, honestly, we might do, we might try a video thing next week with the Royal Rumble. Um, it's, it's not next week. It's, it's the 26th. Weeks. Yeah. 27th. 27th, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's two weeks from it's, now, I think. No, 28th. Okay, so... It's a Saturday. Yeah, so I mean, so we'll probably... We'll probably, honestly, next week just kind of ramble about things and kind of touch on, I don't know, maybe more topics of going-ons in the world we live in right now. But, you know, we are the off freaking topics podcast. You guys have a great day. You guys have a great night. Enjoy it and stay safe. Deuces.